all our buddies. Welcome back to Dice and Virtue Season 3. Uh, episode 2. Episode 2. I am your host and Dungeon Master 1, Dylan. Uh, I've been doing this for two, three years now, and you would think that I would have gotten the intro down by now, but here we are. I am joined once again by the Dicey One. That's me. I'm the Dicey One. And the virtuous one. You had better believe that's me, audience. Believe it. I'll know if you don't. That's Christina and Casey, respectively, playing characters who remain as yet unnamed, though Casey's character has given us uh, a nom de guerre yeah. of um, six finger, six, six gun, six, six string. Keep going. Uh, Sixfold. Almost there. Uh, uh, six beater. I actually, uh, wow. Six river. I I almost want to say that wasn't it, because I liked where Dylan was going with this. But yes, it was in fact, uh, Don Six River is the, uh, Sue Diddley Udo Nim that he gave at the Bannered Mayor's registration book. Are you writing that down? Sure am. D-A-N, Six River. Oh, Dan. Dan. No, Don. There's a, put an accent over the A. It's Don. Oomphla. <laughs> you mean? Yes. <laughs> I like Oomphla better. <laughs> Germany, Germany would agree. All right. So what happened? What happened? What happened when last we were here, Dylan? Uh, so last time on Dyson Virtue, I knocked a bunch of shit over. Did yep. you just knock over your soda? No, it's empty. Did something really noisy just happen over there, Dylan? Podcast snacks. Last time on Dyson Virtue, uh, we had a rip roaring good time getting to know the two of you. Uh, a, a day in the life in your characters. Um, y'all showed up in the town of. Uh, Shallow Mist. Right. Uh, perused some market wares. Uh, Christina's character, as I recall, uh, was very kind to a young lass whose papa had lungs that didn't work. Uh, and Casey's character, Don Six River, uh, was all about selling a folding table that he built, uh, in exchange for a collapsible bow staff. Yeah. Uh, and then night fell. Y'all continued tinkering and whatnot. Uh, Six River went up onto the roof and made an offering to the moon, uh, and then spied in the distance, uh, six horsemen, mm-hmm. uh, with torches held aloft, riding toward town. Uh, and I believe that's where we are going to resume the game. Yes, uh, I believe that I had just, in fact, maneuvered my way to a nearby rooftop from which to better assail the situation uh, via some hella acrobatic sweet moves. Okay, so minor technical difficulties there, folks, but I believe before, uh, I think, the internet exploded, uh, Dylan was describing to me some, uh, let's see, some cowboy doctor's doom riding in on horseback. Um... I wouldn't describe them as doctors do. I believe I just did, but, so you don't uh, yeah, have to. So great. Um <laughs> glad that we've arrived here where we are. Um so uh you see these these folks riding into town. Mm-hmm. Um they don't appear to be hostile, though they do appear uh to be moving very quickly and they do appear to be heavily armed. Okay. Um is there anything you'd like to do as they approach town, or do you just want to let them ride in right on in? Oh yeah, no, I wanna I wanna tail tail slash trail slash surveil these folks. Um let me let me hop on down from that roof in a stealth wise fashion. Okay. Make a stealth check for me. Gonna. Alright, um That's an eight 
which I don't feel great about, but I still have inspiration from last time, so I'm going to go ahead and use that. Is that, is that, does that uh, actually, I'm going to say make that roll with advantage, because oh. you can use the dark and the mist oh, to, cool. Thank to you. help you. Oh, hello, nurse. Yeah, that's a 22. Okay, good. Great. Uh, so yeah, you climb on down the side of this building, uh, the side of this homestead. Um, and you sort of hide in the in the corners. And after a couple of minutes pass, uh, these horsemen ride on into town up the main thoroughfare, uh, and they reach the uh, town square. Um, and the uh, horsemen at the lead of this pack, in one uh, swift, fluid motion, sort of hops off his his horse mm-hmm. and uh, very quickly ties it off to uh, uh, one of the posts at the well in the center of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts rummaging in his packs um, and eventually comes out with this long brass horn uh, that he starts blowing into very loudly. Just two sharp notes. Um, as he's doing that, uh, one of the other horsemen uh, begins to erect a banner, um, uh, almost like a, a war banner. Um, like a tabard? That, yeah, that sits uh, on a pole holder that's attached to a saddle. Okay. Um, uh, the insignia is a shield with two wings coming off of it. Okay. Um, uh, how can I how can I roll to see if I recognize that emblem? You don't need to roll at all. Oh, okay. You recognize this immediately as um, Sazavan military. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Um, people from the town begin pouring out of their homes, um, sort of wiping at sleepy eyes and uh, uh, just sort of ambling out in their uh, night clothes and things. Mm-hmm. Um, the leader with the trumpet uh, begins to call out, uh, Citizens of Shallow Mist, uh, I am Sergeant Dontor Arkenen of the 4th Battalion. We ride ahead of soldiers marching from the Dominatum. This town is to be evacuated to Fort Stormstride. It's two days' ride north. Once there, you will have lodging, food, and a relocation effort is underway. Uh, Take only what you need... You have two hours to prepare. Uh, and he continues to marshal uh, latecomers and, and things uh, as people go about uh, hustling and bustling uh, back to their homes to secure their meager supplies. Mm-hmm. All right, then I head back to the uh, bannered mayor directly and as stealthily, as, po- and as, uh, stealthily as possible. Yeah, so uh, you have heard all of this. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do? I mean, I'm gonna grab all my, my jiggers, including all the broken what's-its that I now have. Right. And I guess stand confusedly with the rest of them, because I don't know where to go. Alrighty. So just sort of out into the square, yeah. just waiting for people to turn up? Yeah. Alrighty. Six River, anything for you? Oh, yeah, when I get back to the to the mayor, I'm gonna zoop up to my room, uh, as, as quickly as possible, and uh, I, I assume we have individual rooms, yes? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and I'm going to pack up all my stuff on the real quick fast, 
which uh, honestly doesn't amount to much. It's a standard, you know, just like travel backpack full of travel stuff, uh, a couple of personal tokens, and a long-necked uh, loot, like um, those those Japanese loots uh, whose name escapes me. I want to call them uh, Shamsi, I think. Shamsi? I don't know. Uh, they're real pretty. Anyway, so... Um, Shamisan? Shamisan, I think that's it. Thank you. Uh, so one of those looking guys as well, except it has a rounded bottom instead of square. Uh, I'm going to strap it very carefully to my back and then try to sneak out of the mare and out of town, if possible, uh, unnoticed and before any of these Sazavan cats catch wind of me. Uh, which direction? Which direction is the town square relative to the bannered mare? Uh, the town square is just north of the inn. Okay. All right, then, um, huh. I have to pause momentarily and wonder if that young woman I met at the bar needs to be warned about how the Dominatum troops feel about other people using magic. I have a brief conscious, uh, conscience, rather, tussle, and then, uh, decide that it will allow me to do nothing less than at least make an effort. So uh, I'm going to see if I can once again stealthily head to the town square and find her without being seen. Okay. Uh, make a stealth check for me. Okay. And then a perception check as well. Yes, sir. All right, so stealth is going to be 12, and perception is going to be 13. Great. Um so as you stalk your way towards the town center, mm-hmm. uh, sort of blending in with the crowd, sure. um, you notice on the uniforms of these uh, these soldiers uh, three, four different uh, insignia uh, adorning their cloaks. Uh, two of them, the uh, the man with the trumpet. Uh, and another uh, who is marshalling the citizens into a sort of uh, marching order Mm -hmm. um, have on their cloaks the uh, winged shield insignia, Mm -hmm. the same as the the banner. One of them, uh, a woman uh, with her hair in a tight bun, uh, has a winged sword. Mm -mm. Uh, The man with the war hammer uh, is emblazoned with a stone tower. Uh, one of the the soldiers who's uh, just sort of standing nearby and doesn't appear to be like, he looks like he's making himself look busy mm-hmm. more than he's actually doing anything. Um, has the two interlocking gears of Ironside emblazed on his, his cloak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one has no insignia at all. Okay, that worries me. All right, um, can I make some kind of check to see if I know what these various insignia denote? Absolutely, yeah. So would that be history, maybe? Um, I mean, military whatnot would fall under history, I should think. I could be wrong. Sure, yeah. Okay, let's see here. All right. Well, that's a seven. Uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna spend my inspiration on that because I really want to know what it is I'm dealing with here. Okay. Oh, that's that's much better. That's a twenty-two. Okay. Yeah. So the winged shield denotes uh, a military regiment that is held in reserve uh, to rally a crumbling battle line. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the winged sword denotes mobile cavalry, mm-hmm. uh, sort of a military unit that would normally ride far afield and flank an opposing force. Mm-hmm. Um, the stone tower is the insignia of military garrison troops. Um, you generally see them keeping the peace in uh, townships or uh, maintaining fortifications mm-hmm. or uh, generally bumming it around uh, military bases. Okay. Uh, the Ironside Gears are a, the the insignia of that soldier's hometown. Okay. Um, and denote that he is of too low a rank to have selected a... Uh, or to have been selected into one of the regiments. Okay. Uh, so he's sort of like a trainee. Okay. Um, no insignia... Yeah, what does that mean? ...is... Uh, you're not entirely certain what their station is. You just know that they carry... Uh, rumor and um, uh, gossip of danger okay. around. Uh, usually, whenever they show up, something has gone horribly wrong. Okay, or it will soon. Are they usually the cause of that, or do they just surround it? You're not sure. Okay, uh, the the gossip and rumor are somewhat unclear. It's gossip and rumor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay, um, then do I see the young lady I met, uh, at the Bannered Mare? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Uh, she's sort of milling about the, the, uh, long lines of people, uh, and just sort of looks bewildered. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sidle up to her as, as stealthily as possible and get her attention, and hopefully only her attention, if at all possible. Are you doing this in a spooky, sneaky manner? Well, I mean, not overtly, because that's kind of contrary to, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Um, okay, so Dylan, but how I would mean, I? Are you, are you doing that thing that people do when they sneak up behind someone and just kind of like tap them on the shoulder? Uh, sure. And do you say anything? Uh, do, do you turn around? Or, or what? I'm sorry. I thought you were, I thought you were a... waiting for you to do a particular thing so you could respond in a particular way. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, no. I probably just jump a little bit. Okay. I was wondering how spooky you were going to be. That's yeah. fair. All right. I just mm-hmm. lean forward and say, uh, Sorry. If you don't get there safely to uh, fort, or if you encounter uh, Karakana troops, do not show magic. Understand? Yes. Okay. I go out of here. Away. Home. You going to fort? You get away? What? I'm going to the fort. I don't, I don't really know where else to go. Make an insight check for me, Casey. Yes, sir. Um, composite 20. Fort Stormstride mm-hmm. uh, lies not far, uh, an hour's ride away from the Oakbed Bridge, which is the only bridge across the River Hollowbrand, uh, which will take you f- deeper into uh, the Sazavan Protectorate and that's the road you would have to take to get back to Ironside. Okay, very good. All right. Um, all right, then I'll lean forward and, and say, I have to go same way they take you to get home. Maybe we stick together for safety. Sure. I mean, I don't know anyone else. Well, you know me. I, I, just, I just hold out my hand and say, you may call me Six River. 
Nice to meet you, Six River. My name's Tess. Hmm. Shake his hand. Hmm. Good name. You ever seen Katakana troops before? No. Hmm. Good. No, I mostly haven't seen most of anything. Hmm. Good. Let us hope it stays that way. And I'm gonna I'm gonna just try to like get a better better vibe of how the crowd is feeling and uh hopefully see Okay, is this is this a thing where like the troops who are there to rally us all and get us all to, to the place, like if the situation is in hand or if, as suggested by the um the rumor shrouded guys you suggested, like is this a bad impending disaster last minute ditch sort of thing? And uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just hang back for a little bit. Okay, uh, make an insight roll for me. Yes, sir. No, no, no. That's a ten. You get the sense that this evacuation is being very well organized. Mm-hmm. Um, Sergeant Arkenen, uh and his lieutenant seem to be well versed in um, the the evacuation sort of uh, uh, minute to minute of it mm-hmm. um, because they are very used to doing this for troops on the front lines of a battle. Okay. Um, so they seem to be treating the citizens of Shallow Mist as a battalion that has broken, mm-hmm. um, sort of trying to form them into a rigid military structure. And it's not working quite as they want it to. Right, because they're not but military. they're also folks. sort of like, this is close enough. It's fine. We're going to make it. It's going to be all right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, the uh, fellow with the Warhammer has uh, ridden back the way these... Uh, Horsemen came, mm-hmm. um, and is sort of keeping watch at the edge of town, um, sort of collecting stragglers, mm-hmm. things, things like that. Uh, after a little while, the, uh, the low ranking soldier and, uh, the lieutenant, uh, both climb up on their horses and ride off, uh, Arkenen explaining that they are going to go, uh, collect the people from the nearby farmsteads. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or at least warn them. Um, these everybody sort of has the option to stay here. The like these soldiers aren't willing to force anybody out of their homes, right? But they they recommend that you come with them. Yeah, because you're going to be on your own if you don't. Yeah, right. Um, the man with no insignia on his uh, on his his apparel uh, is sort of walking around the the town, making checks along. Some of the buildings, mm-hmm. just sort of kneeling down, knocking on the brickwork. Um, he appears to be moving sort of lackadaisically, like he has all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, everyone else is sort of frantic and rushed, and everybody, there's this air of uncertainty and uncomfortability around all of the, the citizenry. Okay. All right, then uh, I'm going to hang out until just like the movement or the 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 egress gets started and I'm just going to keep a lookout for trouble. I'm just, I'm just okay. hanging back keeping eyes wide, eyes clear, full heart, can't lose, etc. Would you say most of the people, or at least like a good majority of the people of, of the town have gathered in the town square already? Yeah. Can I see the little girl and her dad? Um, no. Um, as you recall, they were out on one of the farmsteads. Okay. Um, so they, they would be strangling behind um, so yeah, uh, the, the two hours pass and the beginning, uh, the, the march towards, uh, Fort Stormstride begins. Um, it's very late. Uh, the, the 
people of the town are not well rested at all. Um, the woman who ran the bannered mare uh, is with a young her young daughter um, and just sort of trying to to keep her young daughter moving and and keep her from crying too much that she had to leave so much behind. Mm-hmm. Um, the people of the town are restless and uneasy. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go over to little to Mildred and her little daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna take my loot off my back and just do just just get her attention, you know, the little girl's attention, and just mm-hmm. do just do like a a fun jaunty little easy to what not like a marching song, but like a you know just something something with an easy rhythm that she can fix her feet to that'll make it easier for her to keep walking without noticing she's doing that. Um, would that be sure. per- performance? Absolutely, yeah. Cool. That's a 19. That's very good, yeah. Uh, so you rally not only this little girl, but also uh, all of the citizens within earshot of you mm-hmm. uh, sort of take to your, your loot playing, um, and you lift everybody's spirits a little bit. Um, do you start singing any particular song, or is it just, uh, are you noodling on the... Oh no! It's a uh, it's an old uh, it's an old song in Draconic, and it's uh, just just sort of like a like a field song, like a it's something you know like hobbits would come up with, just a sort of isn't nature nice? Isn't it nice to be walking along a nice road where everything's nice? But uh, from a <laughs> but from a Draconic like from a Dragonborn perspective, so there's a lot of stuff about like it like isn't. Isn't it nice to have shiny scales that the sun can shine on while you're walking? And isn't it nice to grab a fat squirrel out of a tree and chomp on it while you're walking? And just <laughs> just stuff like that. So something gets lost sure. in the translation, but only if they speak Draconic. Otherwise, it's just a delightful song in a nonsense language to them. Uh, yeah. Uh, nobody in town seems to to mind the lyrical quality of the song. Yeah, it's, okay, much. good. Yeah, all right. Go. Um, close, close call. Uh, Tess, is there anything you're up to during this march? Kind of what Casey's character is doing, but on a small scale, like kind of talking to like nervous mothers okay. and like reassuring the young folk and their families who don't really know what's going on. Make a charisma check. I don't know what me. I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, that's a seventeen. That's not bad at all. Uh, yeah. So you're you're both quite successful in in calming the ranks of of civilians. Uh, you do notice that in your march, uh, the uh, figure with no insignia um, remains in town. Uh, he stays sort of near the the town square mm-hmm. while you guys are um, marching off. Um, you can make a perception check for me once you're all the way out of town. Okay, uh, if you like to see if see if you can spot what he's up to. Okay, yeah, um, perception check. Okay, well that's a nat one, but. Uh, as it would happen, I actually have a halfling ability that lets me re-roll a nat 1. Let's see here. It's a 13 plus, for perception, 1. So 14. Would you like to make a perception roll as well, Tess? Sure. Go for it. I, got, I don't know. What I, uh, perception is wisdom? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I have 12. Cool. Uh, yeah, so what's that cat up to? Six River. Uh, ah. You spot the uh, the the figure sort of just as you are all cresting over a hill uh, and falling out of sight. You spot him clamber his way up over the uh, lip of the well 
uh, and lower himself down into it. Mm. That's weird. Um, I want to do a history check. I want to see if when the when the Kavakana when the when the Dominatum military comes through, like whatever they're looking for in this town or whatever they're doing. I want to see if, like, they'll just leave it intact or if they're going to burn this town down, like, just for the lulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and make an insight roll for me. Oh, okay. Sorry. I already rolled. Or, or, uh, or history, either yeah. way. Okay. All right. Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, so, prior conflicts lead you to believe that the Dominatum would be more interested in seizing resources rather than burning them. Okay. Uh, as any invading army would. Okay. Um, because they need to keep their supply lines long and tight and well supplied. Sure. Um, the Sazavan Protectorate has not adopted uh, a policy of scorched earth uh, the way other nations had. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the nations that fell absolutely did just burn everything as they were retreating away from it, so that the su- the the Dominatum could not seize those resources. Right. Um, the Protectorate, as yet, has not uh, done any of that to your knowledge. Okay. Um, All right, but that guy climbing down a well still gives me pause. Um, I'm going to find Tess real quick and just, like, in between verses of Silly Dragon Song. Um, And I'm intentionally doing it in, like, a silly voice. Like, if you were doing, like, fake German, you'd be like, you know, but just, like... Sure. (laughs) But as silly as, like, I don't know. I don't know what your comic sounds like. Anyway, I'm going to find her, but, like, in between verses of that... Imagine sounds like German. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fell. That's there. <laughs> okay, um, but I'm just gonna lean over and be like, something not right. Uh, they're not telling us all truth. Uh, what do you think? Do we investigate? Um... I, I saw a man climb down a well. <laughs> <laughs> he just went, I mean, sure, hmm. we can check that out because that isn't hmm. normal. Uh, down, down like bucket. Okay. We both go find man down well. One of us go yeah. keep storms. Okay. They'll be all right. Very good. So I just like, I finish up my song. I do, we don't just like dip, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, I finish my song and then I'm like, ugh, artist is tired from sex. <laughs> Must retire oh, no. for the evening. Exactly. And, He's uh, exhausted. Yeah, and we just say uh, goodbye. Kind of fade the people, out of the crowd. The people around you are, are clapping and cheering for another song. Um, there's a lot of attention on you. So if you would like to make for me a performance check. Yeah, and I even, I even, well, okay, let me, let me, let me, let me riddle you this. Could, okay. could I see if I can remember, because as I'm walking through the crowd with my loot, I'm looking around to see if anybody else has, like, uh, like a little horn or a little harp or any just other kind of small handheld instrument with them. Should, could that be, like, history? Uh. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pumping on history a lot. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be a perception check. That's fair. That's reasonable. Let's see. Perception. Oh, that's an eight. Uh, yeah, it seems like you're the only bloke what rode into town with a, a guitar. Fair enough. Um, Alright, um... Okay, then, uh, so a performance check to get out of this. Let's see here. Uh, performance or deception. Either one. Deception. Well, I've got zeros in both, so... Can I assist? Uh, sure. <laughs> be, be double Don Six Rivers hype man. Yeah, yeah or anti-hype so, uh, man. <laughs> so you're gonna make this roll with advantage. Cool. Yes. Do I not roll? No. Okay. 
good. <laughs> okay, I got a got a five and a okay, a fourteen. That's better. Alright, yeah, so you you ham it up quite a bit, uh, but these yokel bumpkins <laughs> don't really uh seem to know any better. Um a couple of the uh military writers uh do take notice of you. Mm-hmm. Um I notice them noticing me and try to keep my face turned away from them at all times. Yeah, they don't really, uh, like, they sort of get the sense that something's up, but they've got bigger concerns to worry about. Um, So yeah, you guys slink off from the crowd, um, sort of let the marching continue on without you, uh, and then you're going to double back towards town? Mm -hmm. Six rubbers go slink. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Make for me stealth checks. Well, so that's... 17. Dylan, let me ask you this. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I, I, have, I have this halfling racial trait called Lucky that lets me re-roll a, a nat one. It doesn't say how often I can do that. I believe that ability is once per day, but I could be incorrect. Okie dokes. Is it past midnight? <laughs> uh, it was past midnight when you began marching. Well, son of a very nice lady who doesn't reflect on her son's activities at all. Okay, um, then I got a nat one. Cool. Is um, it? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Eh. Uh, because you're with Tess, That's who true. rolled quite well. Nice. Um, and what I'll do for group checks like this, there are rules for that in the, uh, in in the book mm-hmm. uh, that I forget. So what I will do instead is take the average of your two rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, you average a nine, okay, which is Better than a natural one. It's true. Um, I stumble. I like. I, I stub my toe real bad, and like that's way worse for hobbits because <laughs> <laughs> because the toe is so big. Exactly. It's like it takes up so much more percentage of their body. It's, it's like fifteen percent of the. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, um, so ahead. many major nerve ends in the toes. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, you make your way back towards the town of Shallow Mist. Um. There is. Uh, the, the rider's, um, horse is tied up to the well, um, and the rider, uh, appears to still be down there. Uh, mm-hmm. there is a, a safety line secured, um, next to the line that holds the bucket. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and that is still pulled taut, so he is probably still down there. Okay. Well, what do you think, Christina? Do we go down there, or do we wait for him to come out? We could send love down there first. We could send love down there first. I got a nifty little spider monkey. Oh, God, thing. that man could meet a horrible well gremlin. <laughs> That's okay, as long as love is quiet. I had a nightmare about love after our last <laughs> day. Is, is love historically quiet, do you think? No, but I'm sure he can be if you ask him very nicely. Or just, right. re- or just remove his voice box. <gasps> just really quickly snip that cord. God. So I'm going to pull out Love and tell him I have a very special mission for him. Yes! First, we need to use our inside voices. Yes! Yes! Uh, and then <laughs> you see the the mouth glow like he's trying to say something, mm-hmm. uh, and, but no sound comes out. Oh, That's buddy. it, buddy. All right. So there's a big weirdo down in that well. Do you want... To play hide and seek with him. Uh, 
Love starts tapping his chest again. Alright, but he can't see you. You have to follow him around like a shadow. Alright, buddy? Yeah. Alright, remember, inside, inside, inside voices. Uh, he rocks back and forth like he's trying to to nod. Yeah, I just send him down the well. Alrighty. Um, how, how do you want to send him down the well? Just sort of drop him in? I'm not gonna, like, chuck him in. Can he not, like, he's got little grippy fingers. Can he not just, like, He can certainly down? try. Uh, make a strength check for me for love. <laughs> My love is as strong as this. That's a 13. Alright, yeah, so, uh, his metal claws clank his way down the, mm. the well, uh, sending these echoing thumps back up through the chamber. Just getting love come up. <laughs> um, Maybe not. He uh, climbs his way down, uh, and you hear uh, this steady beat. Just tink, tink. Is it tink, like a super loud tink, noise? Tink, 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 tink. Okay, Dylan. I want to do. And then it stops. I want to do a perception and see if that's going to be loud enough to draw attention. Go for it. Is that, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't hear any affirmative. Sorry, I was I was waiting for the roll. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, it's going to be a seventeen. Uh, yeah, so if you were in the well, you would definitely hear that. But... Uh, it's echoing up and down that cylinder. Delightful. You should have made it out of plastic. You should have uh, made it out of plastic. So, or acoustic uh, foam. the tinking eventually stops. Just dead silence. Um, I lean over. You have way to communicate with Tiny Demon? Usually if he's in real big trouble, he'll yell, so... Ah. I just Hopefully. turn back to the well. Doesn't yell. <laughs> so uh, like us. <laughs> another minute or two pass, uh, and then you hear from the depths of the well. Oh, oh no! Uh, and you you hear love trying to scramble his way up the wall, oh, buddy. and then falling back. Oh, oh no, upsetting buddy. Okay. Oh no! My first instinct is to go down the well myself. Okay, I, I turn to her real quick, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know Tiny Demon's language. Uh, Tiny Demon need help? He needs so much help? Uh, I, I take off my backpack, and I, I take I take the loot off very carefully and reverentially, and I hand it to Tess, and I say, keep safe. And then I, uh, I, I get up onto the rim of the well, and I do just a little dejected, just sort of, <sighs> and then do, um, if I can, just like a swan dive just right in. Yeah, go for it. Big old bug uh, make, make an acrobatics check for me. Yep, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing with style. Uh, Twelve. Alright, uh, so about halfway down the well, mm-hmm. you realize you don't know whether there's water in here or not. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite dark. Uh, you can't really see. Uh, do you want to try to maybe adjust your fall at all, or are you just going to keep going straight head first down? <laughs> just see me falling through the air. Just, just upside down, but like chin stroking. Just like, could this have been avoided? Let's move. <laughs> there, no. uh, there is the, uh, the safety rope that okay. the man with no insignia uh, is presumably tied to. Okay. You could use that to break your fall. Yeah, okay, let me let me do some cool, like, foot-to-hand, like, Cirque du Soleil rope work 
and just in such a way that'll end with me upright, uh, which ordinarily would be very difficult to do in such cramped confines. However, as a hobbitman, I am uh, very compact and fit easily into both wells and the overhead compartments of most major airlines. Wonderful. Go ahead and make a dexterity save for me. Gonna. Uh, that's a 15. Yeah. Uh, so you yank on this rope uh, quite hard. Uh, you do break your fall. You slow your fall. Ow, my fall! Uh, substantially. Um, and you sort of ride the, the rope to its end. Uh, and you find that it is coiled on the ground mm-hmm. uh, at the very bottom of this well. Uh, and you find yourself in this, not quite a chamber, just sort of this open cave. Sure. Um, with a river that runs through it. Uh, directly under the well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, you're just sort of in this underground aquifer. Um, you're not sure which direction love might have gone in. Okay. Um, is there a bucket, such as one would normally find at the bottom of a well? There is not. The uh, shattered remains of a bucket or two mm-hmm. are sort of scattered about, uh, but you, there is a bucket tied up at the very top. Oh, dag. Uh, okay. I should have I should have grabbed that in the first place. I could have just written it down. Okay. Um. Do the shattered remains of the of the buckets nearby have like metal uh metal coops? You know, like like the rings on the on the side of them that would yeah. that would bind them together. Okay. Can I just collect those real quick? Sure. Magic. Okay. Then I want to uh, look around and try to do a I guess perception um to see if I can spot like love tracks, which sounds like a euphemism for something horrible that I regret immediately. But this is the life into which Dylan has brought me. So. Do you have a source of light or a way to see in the dark? Oh, well, you didn't say it was dark, Dylan. Um, let's see I did. Here. I explicitly did. Yeah. Don't halflings have dark vision? I'm trying to check that presently. Um, I'm not... I think they might have low light vision. Additional sense types, proficiencies, and languages. No, it looks like I just got regular senses. Dang. Okay. Um. <sighs> Okie dokes. Then I I don't want to take the time to scramble back up the rope if I don't have to. It's too far up. Is it too far up for me to shout up to Tess? Nah, you can totally do that. Okay. You uh, might draw the attention of, of the the insignialess man. Yeah. And he's the one who went down the well, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't really have a choice at this point because I left my pack with all my whatnot upstairs. Uh, so I guess I'll just... Shout out, unless I can grab the rope and lasso it in such a way so that it goes wow, 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 and spells out, drop me down a light up at the top. No, okay. Um, I that- love that you years ago adopted the phrase in such a way because you know that it's poison to DMs. <laughs> it's true. It's your elemental weakness. <laughs> okay. No, no, you cannot no, do that. I no, I didn't. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, how long? How long would it take me to zoop up? Uh, zoop back up the rope. Uh, you suspect it would be fifteen minutes if you uh, get real good at climbing. Yikes. Okay. And there's no like my eyes won't adjust to the light, to the. So it's it's like pitch black down here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I did say I left my pack upstairs. Okay. Alright, then, yeah, I guess there's nothing for it. I'll have to zoop back up there on the on the quick fast. Cool. Make an athletics roll for me. Okay. Wait, so you're saying he didn't see love? 
at all, because you said he was trying to scramble back up the well walls. Right, and then he fell back down and oh. went silent. Yeah. yeah, so he was not at the bottom there. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, well, I'm sorry, you said athletics? Yes. Very good. Uh-huh, four. Uh, yeah, so it's going to take you roughly a half an hour. Uh, uh, well, wait a minute. Would Tess wait for half an hour with no word up there? That's a good question. Tess, what are you up to? At that point, she probably would have gone down herself. If it was just, like, dead silence. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, then you know what? Then you know what? Let's. In let's... what manner are you falling down I'm this well? I'm not falling. I'm going down the bucket. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, I just want to, like, pass by Casey's character. Yeah, so the two of you meet uh, partway down the well. Uh, no, like, like, yeah. uh, no, like, I'm climbing up, and she just rides exactly. the bucket down, and she's like, hi, and he's like, sup, and then just keeps climbing up, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have your pack with you? Yeah. It's quite cramped uh, in this well, then. Uh, I figured I'd have it, like, sitting on my lap, and I'm just like... Yeah. Um... The two of you meet in the chamber down below, then? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Did you bring um, Six Rivers stuff with you? Yeah. Okay. Luke I mean, because I didn't have a lot to begin with. I just had my, all my little doodads. Yeah. And clothes. Uh, and your Dungeoneer's pack. And my Dungeoneer's pack. Yeah. But um, do you bring his loot as well? Yeah. Okay. It's important. You don't leave that stuff down upstairs. He takes cool. it He takes it back very reverentially and appreciatively. He leans over and, and says, imagine. says, well, well, well. Ha. <laughs> no, non-canon. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he takes it He takes it back, and uh, I'm going to take out a, um, what are they called? Um, what do they do at raves in the Forgotten Realms? A glow realms? stick? Um, sunrod. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I just take out a sunrod and crack it. I imagine I have a little spinny flashlight, like the ones that you hand crank. <laughs> Fucking Vandegraaff uh, generator. The, it's one of the knickknacks I bought. Sure. I look over and I'm like, would have uh, been nice to know before I <laughs> spent one your, of your, your hand crank. Your, your <laughs> hand crank flashlight is is quite dim. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the light element inside it uh, appears to not function all that well, and you're not sure if it's broken or just poorly made. I don't have the time to look at it. Yeah. Um. So you are still thankful for the sunrod, which casts light in a circle mm-hmm. um, roughly to about 60 feet. Cool. Um, and it, then dimmer it, light out to 120. Wouldn't it cast light in a sphere? Well, yes. Okay. No, I wasn't um, being a jerk. That just occurred to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's, this, there's this really great book I love. Christina, I think I sent you a copy for Christmas once called uh, The Broken, uh, The Fifth Season, which is the first yes. book in the Broken Earth trilogy. And there's a bit in there where people in there have a power to project a circle of cold around them for reasons that are really interesting. But there's a bit in that where they actually go into the mathematics of it, and they talk about how it's not it's not circular; it's actually toroidal because of the because of the it, it projects like a donut shape because the actual shape of the field does alter itself as it goes out. And uh, I felt really smart reading that. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. And now I'm trying to apply that knowledge here in Dungeons and Dragons. So we got a sphere of light. That's so many more times the light that we would have if it was just a circle. It's true. Yeah. Actually. That's like some pi r square shit right there. <laughs> That's math. So, square cube uh, law, Dylan. <laughs> so. Uqua. Uh, the light... <laughs> Reveals to you um, some love tracks. This this uh, underground river sort of runs uh, itself into a wall mm-hmm. uh, that it ducks under. Mm-hmm. So uh, like the the space gets smaller and smaller, and 
to a point where you couldn't really squeeze through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the underground river just keeps running. Sure. Um, back the other way, sort of the same thing. Um, near where the rope is coiled, however, mm-hmm. there is um, a uh, not really a trail, but sort of uh, the the ground down here is very dusty, mm-hmm. and so you do make out some footprints. Sure. Um, running to one of the cave walls. Some cowboy doombot tracks. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, then I reckon we go investigate the place where the tracks stop. Alrighty. Uh, so make investigation rolls for me. Okay. Can we aid each other, or can only one of us aid? Uh, if one of you would like to aid the other, uh, whoever rolls will get advantage. Okay. Uh, I am going to aid Tess then, because, like... If this is some kind of hidden door scenario or something like that, I feel like uh, her mechanical inclination would probably be better served than anything I would have to offer. Should cool. I re-roll twice or just re-roll once again? Yeah, you just re-roll once. Alright. All right. That's way better than a four! Many things uh, are. Yeah. Yeah. So you have plus four to that roll. Yep, so it's a composite 20. Nice. Nice. Uh, so Teamwork. yeah, you find this loose rock mm-hmm. uh, that you sort of get your fingernails under mm. and yank, and it comes loose off of the wall and reveals a switch. Oh, I flip the switch. Yeah, you do. You flip the switch, uh, and there's this grinding of stone against stone as the, the cave wall swings open, mm-hmm. revealing a secret door. Awesome. I, I open the secret door. Uh, so beyond the doorway, uh, you see this tunnel that appears to be cleanly cut mm-hmm. uh, and reinforced with uh, concrete um, pillars along the sides. Hmm. Is it dusty in here, too? Uh, no, it is, in fact, uh, uh, quite clean. Okay. Yeah, I turned to, turn to Tess and I say, mm, look, no dust. Maintained. I don't like that. Mm. Bad. Progress carefully. Uh, here. And I, I hand her the, um, the sunrod, and I say, can you conceal, or you have a device, container, a direct beam, like your small son? I put it in my backpack. No, I mean, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you had, like, a jar or a can or something, we could put it in and constrict yeah. the beam and essentially make it, like, a little flashlight. Um, do I, Dylan? Yeah, so you start picking through your knickknacks and doodads, um, and you find uh, sort of an attempt at uh, at crafting a uh, like a dome. Wait, hold on. Is it any bigger than my hand crank flashlight? It is. Uh, um, no, no, I'm talking about the sun stick. Oh, uh, it is quite a bit larger. Yes. Okay, because I was gonna say I'll just put it in there. No, uh, fair. But so you you find this crude attempt at sort of a half dome mm-hmm. um, that. Uh, you manage to affix to the end of the sunrod, mm. hooding the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in essence, you now have a quite powerful hooded lantern. Nice. Okay, cool. I got candle form. <laughs> Bless. Okay, cool. I'm. I'm actually. Um, Six Rivers is visibly impressed and nods in approval. Um, in much the way that you see, like, anyone who doesn't understand how something else works, but they don't want to look like a dum-dum. So they're like, yeah, that's how I would have done it, too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm going to get my quarterstaff out, the spring-loaded one, and just, like, mm-hmm. 
and get it ready. And I, I turn back and I do a whole bunch of hand signals that don't really mean anything, but indicate, like, you keep the light ahead of me, I'll go ahead, stay frosty. Uh, make a military gesture roll for me. Okie dokes. What's my modifier to that? Charisma. Okay, cool. I'm gonna say you're not proficient. Fair. Uh, that's a six. Uh, yeah, so... Why the Hobbit, The Hobbit Six River flails at you a bunch. Are you seizing? <laughs> you... <sighs> no, no, just keep light ahead. Stay behind. Okay. Okay, stay quiet. Alrighty, uh, so Six River, you are marching first? Yes, and I would like to use my staff to, uh, I want to keep it... Hmm... I want to I want to keep it out in case of trip wires, but I'm not sure if a better angle if I should like angle it towards the floor or if yeah that's where they'd be least likely to be noticed right is the floor like they probably wouldn't be halfway up the wall or anything okay so yeah I'll I'll keep it out like um like a like a blind person's cane sure um you are not tripped by any mechanisms okay. uh, to any blind nope. listeners, I apologize if that was uh, not your preferred nomenclature. I was trying to find the best word to describe the cane itself, and ended up just saying blind person instead of visually impaired, which is what I meant to. I apologize. So I don't trip any wires. No. Um, but you, should, you sure do get hit in the face by one. <laughs> <laughs> well, After, a, after about uh, 30 feet, the corridor takes a sharp right turn. Mm-hmm. Um, after that right turn... You see uh, Love crumpled into a heap <gasps> Buddy. Uh, no. on the ground. Uh, and beyond Love, there is an iron door. There's nothing beyond Love, Dylan. Love uh, encompasses all. The iron door is closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a slat um, sort of where somebody could open it and look out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is also closed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what would you like to do? go get my buddy. I am going to very quickly turn my quarterstaff to block her passage so we can get an assessment of this area before she rushes into it. Hold. 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 Perception checks. <laughs> uh, can I we, roll perception? Perceive, Absolutely. Should we perceive or investigate? Uh, perception. Okay. Investigate would be to like go around prodding with your staff. Sure. Get a 15. Uh, 20. Okay. Composite 20. Uh, so you don't see anything, uh, you don't see any, uh, tripwires or pressure plates, buttons okay. or anything like that. Um, it's just the door and the crumpled form of love. Does love look okay? When you say crumpled, do you mean like he just curled himself into a ball or crumpled as if from without? Uh, he's broken? He's just sort of rolled over into a ball, uh, oh, sort of fetal no. position and leaned up against the wall. Um, okay. he doesn't appear to be moving. Okay. Um, they sucked all of the magic out of him. Oh, jeez. Uh, that would require more thorough investigation. Okay. Well, all right. I'm gonna go investigate his crumpled little. Yeah, I'll take my quarterstaff down and I'll, I'll gesture with my face. I'll I'll just indicate that she goes over to check love, and I'm actually gonna go sidle up to the wall by the door so that if somebody were to open up the eye slot, they wouldn't be able to see me. Okay. Um, Six River, make for me a perception check. Yes. Um, Tess. If you wouldn't mind making either an arcana or an investigation roll. Uh, that's, a f- that's a five. I got some cave dust in my eye. I'll do arcana because that makes more I got a nat 20. You sure did. I feel all the magic in the universe. <laughs> uh, so, love has been uh, disabled. Oh, no. Um, I enable him. By some sort of anti-magic field. 
Oh, no! Um, he oh. hasn't been entirely disenchanted. Mm-hmm. He's just sort of stunned for a few hours. Oh, okay. I pat him on the head, tell him he did a good job, and I put him away. Okay. Um, That's interesting to know. Ah. Uh, your tiny demon is all right? He's fine. She just is unplugged for now. Mm. Like, they cut off the stream of magic that I was using mm. to keep him animated and I'm not sure how they did that. Mm. Mm. It's kind of like they put cotton in your ears so you can't hear. Mm. He reaches up and that. scratches his ear. Weird. Alright. Um, okay, so why don't we... Okay. You want to knock on door or wait on side of door for who answers? We could knock. Yeah, so what, I, what I'm saying is that, like, one of us could stand directly in front of the eye slats and the other one off to the side in case they open yeah. it or whatever. So do you uh, want... I don't think Six Rivers can even reach the slot. Hey. I die. <laughs> it, it... <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm saying because nope. he's a halfling, he, he's like three feet tall. You have point. <laughs> okay. I, I wait off the side. Yeah. So I'm okay. just going to go. And, uh, Dylan, I would like to... Hello? um I would like to ready an attack, like, just at roughly, like, human head height, so I could just go, like, punk with the with the butt of my quarterstaff, if I needed to. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Alright. Um, and you're gonna knock on the door? Yep. And we will find the answer. No. Next time on Dyson Virtue. No, Christina, we just need to stop doing things that give him this power. We do nothing from we here just... on out. We do nothing but get coffee in character. Exactly. (laughs) Six Rivers starts a bookstore. And then, you know what? He'd be like, and we'll find out if you get your small business loan next time on Dyson Virtue. (laughs) Thanks for listening, all our buddies. We'll be back again next week. Uh, Bye, all our buddies. always are. It's true. We're on. What's up? No, I was just going to say that per my earlier comment, in the event that we do have any visually impaired uh, listeners or listeners who are just interested in being better advocates and allies to the disabled community, there's actually an excellent uh, D&D podcast called Going In Blind that is uh, all visually impaired to one degree or another players and the DM as well. Yeah, it's really cool. And they do something I've never seen before, which is like they have background music and sound effects and like dramatic reenactments enactments of big scenes and stuff and if you didn't know what you were listening to you would never say well this sounds like a bunch of blind people <laughs> so it's uh it's called going in blind and it is delightful cool, cool. i like um, that dyson virtue can be found on twitter and facebook and via email semiautomagicinc at gmail.com Carry uh, your like pigeon. To send in your smoke signal listener mail telegram uh, telegram in person just show up yeah just come join us <laughs> Thank you, all our buddies. We appreciate your patronage. Bye, guys. And welcome back to our recurring special segment, What is the Best Podcast Snack? Here I have with me recurring favorite on the show, local DJ superstar Stoneface Killer. Stoneface, so good to have you with us. Thanks, smooth city. It's good to be here. Today, on my favorite podcast snack, we have Haribo Frogs. Mm-mm. That nice crinkle. Let's they hop so open these all up. Now, tell me, 
smooth city. Yes, Can don't you please. hear this here, frog? If I put it in my chompers. Go ahead. All right, now, citizens of the smooth city, she's going to go ahead and insert the frog between her chompers and exert pressure on them, such as to cleave it in twain. Now, if you have not heard any audible indication of this, it is because, in fact, that the process was entirely silent. That frog has been consumed in the same terrible, soundless void in which it was born and to which it shall return. Except for the 12 seconds where there was bag crinkling while you opened and fiddled with the bag to get the frog out. We're not eating... The bag, Sketchy Joe. That's not the point. The point is that opening the bag was very loud. It was the worst now, ASMR I've ever now, heard. Now, Sketchy Joe makes a point, Stoneface Killer, on a scale of 1 to 10 on, on the Crackle Radium scale. That was easily an 8. It was for effect, Sketchy Joe. Now, if I were to normally eat my frogs... Go ahead. Do it. Do it without ever once raising a sound. That's just burrowing deep in my skull. I can hear it. I feel it in my spine. But, Sketchy Joe, can you hear it when I put this here frog? It doesn't matter. You're all, you did the noisy part. I'm not eating the bag, Sketchy Joe. You did the noisy part already. And now, citizens of the silent city, we, smooth city, rather, we have a uh, station break and some business to which to attend. Join us next time on the, the, smooth, the smooth city, stone-faced killer, sketchy Joe ASMR podcast snack marriage therapy hour. Thank you, good luck, and good night.